Be awesome to yourselves, motherfuckers. Gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you never listened to a movie podcast before, I'm your host. <laughs> Your whatever the fuck you Jesus did just Christ. fucked me up. I'm Adam Portress. That there's Matt Smith. I am here. I see what you did with this song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's no other logical choice if we're if we're quite frank. Yeah, it's uh, true. Today we're going to be reviewing uh, the darkness. Uh, well, this is the best part of that you'll hear. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where this... I didn't look at the box office. I don't know where this uh, movie landed. Um, my guess is probably not good. Yeah, it landed in fourth, but the box office overall, not so great. Not so good. Uh, so we're going to be talking about The Darkness. We're also going to be talking about the new one from uh, from uh, Jodie Foster and uh, George Clooney and Julia Roberts there called uh, Money Monster. And uh, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of other things. And then we'll talk about some stuff that's going to be happening too, uh, too awful quick there. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, let's get into it because uh, we got a quick show because Adam's got a. I don't want to say it's a date because my brother's going with me to the movies, but I don't know because that sounds weird. That's the date. That's a date. I got That's a date with my date. brother. Who's little buying dinner? Bro date. <laughs> Which one is buying dinner? Oh. Where are you going? Somewhere, somewhere fancy like a bocce grill. Something fancy like a Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> Something fancy. It's a. For two people to eat there, you're spending at least a Jackson man or a soon to be Tubman. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. You got to watch the fuck out. You guys don't just both get the four for four for four for no, four. I was, I was going to go down that alley, just go for the four for four thing. But uh, yeah, here's the thing, man. You can choose now. I saw uh, on uh, Hulu earlier, you can choose at Wendy's the four for four. You can get the bacon cheese or some like uh, chicken club The chicken thing. thing? Yeah, it's probably not all that good. Well, it looks like it's just their dollar chicken sandwich with uh, lettuce, tomato, and bacon on it. Like the junior bacon cheeseburger. Well, I mean, I guess if you if you've done enough of the regular 4 for 4 and you're just like god please something else. But here's Why the problem. We're talking about Wendy's. Cuz it's just what's there. <laughs> I'm high right now. But um so here's a big thing though. The problem with that is that the fact that they had this 4 for 4, they're not dropping nuggets on the reg, man. Yeah. You go in and this is like a spicy Don't nuggets and then they go and they're like, "Eh, it's kind of like they're lukewarm at best half the time." And it's just like, "You know what? This isn't I mean, I know I don't have a lot to bitch about with a $4 meal, but fucking A, man. Come on. Drop them shits earlier, yo. Or later. Closer to the time with which I ordered them, please. Yes. This has been your Wendy's report from a movie podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do here. Uh, Matt, do you have anything that you've been watching this week before we get into our reviews proper? Uh, Well, Penny Dreadful started up season three last week. Uh, You Uh, love that show, don't you? What's that? I say you love that show, don't you? I've never seen it, so... uh, 
I think it's maybe perfect. Uh, that, that I know it's perfect for me. Let me phrase it that way. It is a perfect show for me. Because anything with Josh Hotton in it can't be perfect. Boom! Well, he's fucking amazing, actually, in this really? show. Okay. Um, uh, but it's really, like, it's all about, like, a- Ava Green's performance. She she gives the best performance on TV. Now, she is down. naked in everything she's in. Is she naked a lot in this show? Not a lot. Really? Some. Okay, fair enough. She is naked in um, a lot of the shit that she's in, though. A lot of people are naked in this show. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically like Look Victorian Monster Mash uh, fan fiction where everybody's having sex and there's like uh, like witches and shit. I'm all for some heart, uh, some uh, heart and wang. Yeah, why not? Uh, not that much wang on the show. Yeah. It is on Showtime, so there's some wang. <laughs> there's a monochrome of wang. <laughs> yeah, there's a little modicum of wang on here. Uh, anyway, it's fucking good. It's been good for two seasons. So that's what that's what I've been watching this week. I, I watched uh, the previous two seasons again, and then watched the first episode. So Ooh. that's that's literally what I've done. Chomping, man. Good night. No, uh, I, anyway, uh, so so I know that's not uh, whatever. It's it's a co-production for those of you who don't know between uh, Showtime and Sky in uh, the UK. Ah. So if you're in the UK, it's airing on Sky. Very and, good. and you may hate it <laughs> already. Is um, is Hartnett doing a, a, a doing an accent? No, he's okay. fucking American. Ooh, in it. Thank uh, Jesus. All right, that's that's one strike taken away. So that's good. No, he play he plays uh, an American uh, gunslinger. Okay, from the old west. I'll check it out sometime here. It's been it's, I think things. it's worth I've, your I've time. Heard, I've, I've heard a lot of good things. That. I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. Um, what about you? You've been watching anything? Mm, I caught up. I was about two weeks behind on Silicon Valley. I catch, caught, caught, catched up with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know where that accent came up. from. Um, and I, I perused, uh, I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it yet, but I perused the special features on uh, Deadpool. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty decent. You know, kind of standard fare, if you will. Um, I would like to I've see. I've heard that the uh, the commentary is good. Hadn't got a chance to do that yet. I almost I almost laid it down while I was uh, while I was going to sleep the other night, which I I I used to do that a lot. I'd play like DVD commentaries and stuff while I was going to sleep, and then just kind of going, "Where did I feel like I fell asleep last night?" And then kind of jumping back to there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I, like not a lot, man, not a lot. There's been there's a lot of busy stuff, and uh, hey, well, might as well bring it up now. It'll pad yes. out the show a little. Uh, so. We're trying we got, to co- we got a big thing. Yeah, we're trying to coordinate a whole lot of shit, and uh, so it turns out Sean and I are going to be traveling up to New York City on Thursday, and uh, seeing a one of the many. There's a there's been a lot, so I don't want to say this is like the premiere, but uh, you know, a preview it's a screen. Premiere. Yeah, it's a premiere of uh, of uh, a new show on AMC Preacher, and uh, we're going to be doing the Preacher podcast as well, uh, coming up soon. So that's going to be dropping, but uh, traveling up to the New York City is there to. Uh, Check that out. New so, uh, York City. Yeah. The only thing I know is they don't make paste picante sauce. Other than that, I am really clueless as to about what goes on up there. So it's going to be an enlightening adventure, I do believe. Are you going to go to the One Direction shop in uh, Times Square? <laughs> I think you have already There's been There's a whole look- One Direction store. You've already been looking at my itinerary, haven't you? <laughs> yes, I have. I'm just like, hey, no, I know where he's going straight. Right out of LAX, straight into the... <laughs> Right, uh, it's uh, who cares? I'm just I don't care. I'm not gonna. I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how I'm doing anything, but I'm doing like the most reckless thing one could possibly do. Check this. 
Uh-huh. So I'm going to go, um, I'm leaving out of Charlotte around uh, 11, uh, you know, 10, 1030 somewhere. I'm going to uh-huh. get to New York around noon and I'm going to, like the, the premiere stuff is at seven. My guess is we'll probably get out around 10 and uh, I'm not staying anywhere. I'm just going to walk New York until about four o'clock in the morning, then get a cab or something back to the airport and then leave at six. That's a bold plan. It's a bold plan. It may just crumble in my face. I may die in a gutter. Uh, but hey, we're going to see what happens, right? <laughs> well, just make sure you save all the um, like really big touristy areas for your late night. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm going to just, yeah, it's all very heavily populated areas that I will be uh, <laughs> staying at. And hopefully I'll meet up with maybe some comedian friends of mine and maybe they'll, you know something maybe we'll yeah. see a show or whatever i don't give it i don't care i i honest to god i don't know gonna, gonna shell out for those uh scalped hamiltons <laughs> i don't have enough money if i could get those at regular box office <laughs> much less scalped like oh yes would you like to pay both of your arm and a leg to get in here and are those worth you know three thousand dollars a piece <laughs> so no the answer is yes but you don't have it, so they're not that, worth it to you. That's a good point. I do need to get like some sort of a boom box and just like kind of sit outside of the thing and be like, I saw it, but like I like I saw the poster, but I listened to the music. <laughs> it mm-hmm. just kind of bullshit my way through an experience. But I don't know what I'm doing, so it's gonna be a fun time. Honest to God, I've never actually been to New York City proper. I've been plenty to New York State. I've never actually been to New York City, and uh, and Jesus, why? I don't know. No, I mean, like, why? Why would you ever go to where? Who do you know in New York just, State? Just family and friends and stuff. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Family. Yeah. But All right, because yeah. otherwise, it's like best part about New York is leaving the state. <laughs> yeah, and so and going to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that. I've gone to I've gone to the Canadas there because you gotta you gotta see Niagara Falls from the from the Canadian side. The New York yeah, side got is the good falls. One. They got the good. So side. Uh, I'll be doing that. And so what? The reason why I'm mostly bringing this up. It's because I want people to follow us, man. Uh, so on, we'll be doing. I'll probably do some Periscope stuff at, at the the Preacher Podcast. Uh, I think it's called Preacher Podcast on Twitter, it and is. Um, so we'll be doing stuff there. Uh, probably some stuff on the Facebook page, Facebook dot com slash Preacher Podcast. Uh, so there's going to be content that's coming out. I'll probably post maybe a little something on. Uh, Something on the HMP page. I'm going to be all over the place is what my point is. And uh, you're going to see some shenanigans and stuff. And uh, maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, I can get up and uh, ask a question uh, during the Ooh, Q&A and whatnot. Because it's, it's not just the screening. I mean, it's a screening, but it's also going to be, uh, you know, all uh, the majority of the main cast is going to be there. Seth Rogen's going to be there. Um, well, what's his, Garth Ennis is going to be there. So should be Oh, yeah. So I'm ask, uh, ask Garth Ennis uh, how many uh, more stories he's gonna have people tell him across the universe <laughs> what the fuck wrong with you i read your books you fucked up <laughs> i mean i like that series but i need to know like what's my long-term financial commitment look like that's a good point like because <laughs> i i mean it it's been a long fucking time at this point <laughs> what am i reading a brian hitch book boom <laughs> what is this the fucking wheel of time it just never ends Everybody else writes it, but Garth Ennis. It what happens. is this? All right, let's get into it. We got right. uh, we got stuff to cover here. All right, here is the trailer for our first. I think we're gonna do the darkness first. What do you say? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, here comes the trailer for the darkness. Hey, Mikey. Do you know the Indians that used to live around here thought this place was haunted? 
Legend says that the guardians of their spirit world lived in the rocks and the trees. That one day, they're going to come back into our world. Don't be a jerk. Like, I didn't mean anything by it. Mikey knows that. Can you tell Michael to One, stay out two, of my room? He keeps leaving five. dirty hand marks everywhere. We never talk about him. We never talk about how he affects all of us. It's getting creepier and creepier. Getting angry doesn't help. You're scaring him. Two. He's scaring me. Three. Oh my God. Four. Hey, who's up there? Michael's been acting strangely. I mean, what are we dealing with here? Where you've been? It's the home of very powerful spirits, trapped in another dimension. The god you might be familiar with? Cannot help you now. Sweetie, don't put your hands in this, honey. You're leaving my- <laughs> the trailer for the darkness our first new release review of the week imdb plotline reads as follows a family returns from the grand Can- from a grand canyon vacation haunted by an ancient supernatural entity they unknowingly awakened and engages them in a fight for their survival this is uh, directed by greg mclean uh starring kevin bacon uh Rahada Mitchell, is that how you pronounce her name? Rahada Mitchell. Rahada Mitchell, mm-hmm. sure. Oh, yeah, that's probably better, right? Uh, Bruce Wayne himself, little baby Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Lucy Fried, a handful little of Little Brucey Lou. Um, so here's the thing. Um, first of all, this movie is about as inspired as its name. Uh, because what does that have to really do with a lot of this movie, Matt? Uh, well, it's what the event is called. Oh, that's right. It's the, this shows how much this movie had an impact on me. Yeah, it's some oh. bullshit cockamamie thing. They're like the Anazazi call it the darkness. All I know about Anazazi is what I seen in the X Files from way back in the day. <laughs> I see, honest to God, truth. Well, you don't learn much about them here either. Uh, you learn that Kevin Bacon knows how to click on a YouTube link. Yeah, good for you, Kevin Bacon. Here's. Uh, for me, uh, a really dis- big disappointment. Probably the first big disappointment of the year. Uh, I was looking forward to this. I'm a big fan of Greg McLean as a as a director. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the guy. For those of you out there who uh, who don't know him, or for those who do, this is the guy who made uh, Wolf Creek and Wolf Creek Two, as well as the uh, I think really terrific uh, Killer Croc picture Rogue. Um, and so for for me going into this, knowing that, like I, I'd seen the trailer and the trailer sucks. Uh, you can hear how much it sucks. Um, I, w- I was still like kind of hoping it would be good, you know? Um, but it, it just was not, it was not good. 
there's not very much about this that's good. Uh, Rada Mitchell is maybe the only person in this movie that shows up to give a give a performance. Yeah, she's at least acting in this. Everyone else is just kind of half fallen asleep. Yeah, um, Kevin I mean, Bacon's like, I'm here for a paycheck. I don't even know if he's there for a paycheck. I don't know what the fuck he's here for. It's a good point. This is a Blumhouse picture, Blumhouse tilt, no less. Yeah, and so um, you probably wouldn't. Now, give- now, granted that that means that Blumhouse was not the money behind it; it was the distributor. Right. Because that's their, their like small distribution wing. At it this was point. some shoe company or something, wasn't it? But, Whatever they called it. <laughs> yes, that wasn't like it was, Converse, but you, you know what I mean. Um, There's like a shoe that's the logo. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's One of those, just weird. I've never heard of that. This is, now, Rhonda Mitchell had previously starred in Rogue for Greg McLean, and she's great there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they have a really good connection as uh, director and star. Um, and I just hope that eventually they find some some way to wash this movie out of the system. Yeah, I mean, the problem with this thing is, so like you said, so th- they go to this Grand Canyon thing. Uh-huh. And this thing. You know, you know what this Grand Canyon is? You ever heard of this thing? I believe it's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> the Grand Canyon? But, oh. But I've not seen it, so... There could be others. There could be others. <laughs> and also, how grand is it? Yeah, you know, what it, it's cousin so 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 grand or so so uh, grand canyon, so so yeah, canyon. Yeah, it's the so so canyon. <laughs> it's just called a ditch. Um, so they go to the they go to the Grand Canyon, and uh, so the uh, little Bruce Wayne, old Grand Canyon, the so called Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked hearing those people, like the like the big street people. Whenever you put the so called in front of something, you know you're about to hear something like completely off the wall. Mm-hmm. The so called government. Uh oh, what are we talking about here? I'm excited. What are you gonna say next? You're intriguing. <laughs> you're you're gonna tell me about some Illuminati murders. You are two steps away from insane, and Any, I love anyway, it. Anyway, what talk. were you saying? They go to this. Uh, uh, so Grand they go to the, they go to the Grand Canyon, and. Um, so little Bruce Wayne there plays a, plays an autistic kid, which I, I kind of applaud the movie for not really calling out the autism right off the bat, which mm-hmm. I thought which I thought was a good thing because like it, like a really shitty movie would have said that like two lines in, yeah, be like watch out after watch for your autistic brother, you know one of those bullshit things. Um, but he's like he's kind of walking around. He gets left off in the in, in the kind of. Um, rocky area i don't know what the fuck to call that and he drops a thing and then goes all the way down he falls into this pit sees some stones and goes "Ooh, pretty stones i'm gonna grab these well it turns out uh they're kind of ancient indian things where they kept demons and you know he's put those in his backpack and brought them home yep and uh it kind of starts i don't want to say possessing him but uh he's got like he's got like a friend in the wall eventually that yeah. he just like kind of talks to you never see but it's just like oh i'm talking to judy or whatever the fuck her name was mm-hmm and it was something as stupid as Judy. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, oh, I'm talking to him and stuff. And the kid's acting up and whatnot. The neighbor's dog is going bonkers. And, you know, it's just they're trying to figure out, hey, what the fuck is going wrong? Uh, it has like a supernatural bent to it um, to some degree. But then there's, I, I don't know, there's there's weird things that don't go away enough of any direction for me. The whole Kevin Bacon subplot I don't care about because... Who well, cares? The, the biggest problem for me is that this movie uh, has no suspense whatsoever, right? Yeah. The, the entities themselves are not clearly defined. We don't know what the rules are. 
We don't know why handprints are important, really. No, none of it. They don't leave any um, kind of bread breadcrumbs for you back to understanding what the fuck is exactly going on. And and most of the stuff that happens uh, that should be scary just simply is not, uh, because you're never sure of what the rules are, what these things are, what right? Like, there's just are no there ghosts. Are the are the they're, well, they're because, demons. They know they're demons, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, but, but I mean, like, I, and, I guess and that's I meant, brought up all the time. But it is like it's just so poorly defined, and you see that in the execution, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it just nothing gels, really. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You're just left questioning the whole time, and it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. And at the end of the day, I mean it. Like the last scene to where, I mean, as you might imagine, they're going to try to get rid of the demons. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that they do it is practically a fucking video game. It's just like, yeah. hey, put put the put the right thing in the right spot. You're going to have a little bit of av- yeah, know, a little bit of trouble. Yeah, they didn't even have to actually go back to the spot to do it, right? Because the wall is now a portal or something. I don't know why that works. Yeah, there's uh, no, there's no, it makes no fucking sense. Right, like... I feel like an effective move would have been to, at some point, the last act, the last third of this film, has to be in the desert. And that might be creepy. But it's not there. Yeah, you just walk through a portal that brings you right back to where things started. You play, I mean, spoiler alert, you're not going to watch this. But, uh, you know, you walk through the portal there, you put the things down back where they go, all the ancient demons go away because they're back in this, because the stones are containing the demons or whatever the fuck are back in the spot with which they're at. Everyone goes home in a Cadillac. Mm -hmm. And the fucking wall gets repainted for Christ's sakes. What the fuck is that? All of a sudden, because because that fire wasn't real, right? I'm pretty sure that fire was real. Well, not, it was demon real. Is demon real, which means which means if demons go bye bye, then scorched wall goes back to normal. I don't know how yeah. the fuck that works. Yeah, it was just demon real. It's demon real. Did they wait a minute? Hold on, hold on. Did anyone else come in the house and see that? I don't remember. Because if so, the demons may be just projecting that onto their eyeballs. We're thinking way more about this than the screenwriters ever did. Well, we're, I mean, the fire department had to see it, right? I guess so, because they were there. Yeah, okay, the so house. the fire department. So, no, that's not demon fire. <laughs> you the demons just like, "Hey, we're going to leave you. By the way, we're also going to uh we're also going to save Kevin Bacon some backbreaking work by having to do a little bit of uh, replacing and spackling and shit." Yeah. And well, heaven I mean, forbid he sands and paints. Ugh. As they should. Nobody wants that. Uh so d- I don't recommend this movie. Don't go see it. It's a waste of time. I agree. Um I think that it's mostly just poorly written. I don't even know if this is. I mean, I'll say I'll say it's not even worth watching on Netflix. No, no, just it's skip. not. Just, just skip the it. the script for this thing sucks, right? Like like Greg McLean. I feel like I mean he's a director for hire here. Uh, he turned in what he could with the material because right? it looks you, good. You do the watch film it. Looks good. Yeah, you, it looks good. You watch it, and it, but it does feel like, man, if you had worked on this screenplay, this might have been decent. But it just feels like it's very slapdash, yeah. and they took like maybe the second draft and's like, nah, that's good enough. And it's like, no, it's really yeah. not good enough. You should have gone to about a fifth draft. You know, really make this thing something, and they didn't do it. So I just well, it's it still hasn't derailed me from the Greg McLean train. Uh, he's he's three for uh, or yeah, three for one at this point. Uh, and his next film is another for hire job. Uh, Technically, be, I, look, I don't want to be an asshole, but it's three for four. But okay. Oh yes, three for four. What I say? It's a three, three for, for one. one. 
Jesus Christ. Three good and one, three good, one bad. That's all right. Three three for four, right? And uh, and that's not a bad average. No. But his next his next for hire job, uh, which should be coming out either later this year or early next year, I don't think they've set a date, a date for it, but it is completed, um, is uh, the Belco Experiment with a screenplay by none other than James Gunn. Ooh, all right. Uh-huh. And this is this is about uh, a bunch Bilko. of Americans. Well, it's a, it's about a bunch of Americans uh, trapped in a building in Brazil, uh, forced to do uh, uh, murderous things to one another in order to escape. Sort of like a saw twist kind of thing. All right, fair enough. Um, hey man, uh, you know, I love I love James Gunn's horror writing. So you know, and and Michael Rooker's in that one. I know. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, so I'm, already a reason to show up. Already, I'm down. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, don't don't bother with uh, the darkness. Get it out uh, of your face. You don't need it. Here's the trailer for our next new release, Money Monster. Anyone who can get out, get out right now. Do not look up. Do not make eye contact. Just go. Lee, stay calm. I'm right here. We are live in five minutes. You have the revisions for the opening. We're still making some changes. Am I going to get the changes before the show or you after the show? You know the drill. You just point the camera in my direction. We'll figure it out together. It always sounds so simple and yet so moronic. Here he is, the Wizard of Wall Street himself. The name is Lee Gates. The show is Money Monster. Without risk, there is no reward. Should I sell? Should I unload? Get some balls! Man up! Who's that guy on camera too? You want to complain about it? Go ahead. Who is it? Anybody know? Was this a union thing? Cut the feed. Whoever's in there, turn the cameras on. Turn the cameras on, Patty. Turn them on, What am I going to do? Turn them on. Uh, put it up. Take it out. Put it on. How do I know it won't blow up? Because I have the detonator. My thumb comes off this trigger, and we all explode. I might be the one with the gun here, but I'm not the real criminal. It's people like these guys. I got my finger on the trigger. I'm telling you, it's rigged. The whole damn thing. But I don't know who to trust. They're stealing everything from us and they're getting away with it too. How's that even fair? Just keep talking to him. All right, you're good at that. I've got my finger on the trigger. You lost a lot of money when the market tanked. They tracked down his girlfriend. That was everything we had. Every last cent. What are you doing? I'm just trying to survive. I'll get you some answers. Nobody was asking any questions before. These guys could expose everything. We both want an explanation for what went wrong. We don't know. You have to understand how delicate of a situation this I'm is. I'm sitting 80 feet from a bomb. Don't talk to me about delicate situations. We're human beings. We're not computers. We have a conscience. I'm trying to save him. You're trying to shoot him. I want an explanation! Follow the money, find the fraud. We're in this together now. Don't turn your back on anybody. I don't want you to die. I want God. You came here to get some answers. You deserve to get some answers. All right, that was a trailer for Money Monster, our last new release review of the week. IMDb plotline, financial TV host Lee Gates and his producer Patty are put in an extreme situation when the when an irate investor takes over their studio. This is directed by Jodie Foster, starring George Clooney, Julia Roberts, uh, Jack O'Connell, Dominic West, uh, and yeah, a handful of others. Uh, oh, uh, Mr. Uh, what, Mr. Gus Fring is in this, too. I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> Got to talk about Gus. Um 
So I've I've liked Julie, uh, not I do like Julie Roberts, but I've liked Jodie Foster rather. I've liked her other work. I mean, uh, not everybody dug it, but I did like The Beaver. What, what did you What did you think? Yeah, I, I thought it was good too. I mean, it's a bizarre fuck movie, but I, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, well, also let's not forget that Home for the Holidays is fucking good. Which one is that one? That's her um, her movie, her fucking uh, Thanksgiving movie. It's got Holly Hunter and uh, Robert Downey Jr. and I don't know, a fuck ton of other people. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know that I've seen that one. I'll have to check like that Dylan out. Like Dylan McDermott, McDermott, I think, is in the thing. Hmm. I don't know. I could look it up, but fuck it. But uh, I'm not Home gonna... for the Holidays, solid. And that's uh, like her first. Well, no, she had that Tate something before that. Anyway, it's fucking good. I like Jodie Foster movies is my point. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, and you know, you got you got some pretty big star power here with uh, you know with Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts there, mm-hmm. and I'll say two, two of the biggest Hollywood stars. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and uh, this is, a, I mean, it's an interesting movie. I am um, okay. So l- like you kind of heard in the trailer there and everything, George Clooney plays a uh, plays a financial TV show guy, a la you know Jim Cramer and Mad Money. That's pretty right. much the one to one comparison. If we're if anybody's fucking talking about a thing, and I'll say yes. this much: whatever your thoughts on Jim Cramer, you gotta, you got to, you got to know that he's got to love this fucking movie, just because it's just like, motherfucker, that's me. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, uh, you mean I can be a hero instead of just a fucking schmuck? <laughs> but that is just like, wow. All right, so this is clearly based off off of me, and if anybody says otherwise, they're fucking wrong because it it is. But you know they obviously put the you know the Hollywood <laughs> slant on it and make him a little bit better. Uh, yeah, towards he's a, the end, he's of a better person <laughs> than I feel like uh, Jim Cramer is. I think they're all the same. <laughs> I worked in news for I worked in news for a decade, and so let's talk about that for half a second. Uh-huh. Um, that is one of the things I thoroughly enjoyed about this movie. I'm not I'm not gonna tell you kids yep. that I absolutely adored this movie, but this movie, as someone who worked in TV for a decade, is pretty fucking accurate i mean there's some stuff that's that stretches credulity fine and and some of it i'll let go just for the plot purposes that it needs to have but mm-hmm. as far as how is how a uh how a news studio is kind of run for the for the most part i mean like when i saw ifbs being used properly i was like fucking good on you movie you, you yeah. like nobody uses ifbs properly in movies at all they don't know how to fucking use them and it's just yeah, no, the, as, as far as like a behind the scenes kind of uh, news story, especially TV news, mm-hmm. th- this is this movie works when it's doing that. Yeah. Where it doesn't work is uh, Kyle. And the problem I, is, is I the kid's not a the bad actor for that. Right. I'm sorry. You were saying the, the, the problem, problem is what the problem is. The kid's not a bad actor. Well, it's, it's but... not even about his acting. He's fine. The the plot point that he serves is only to introduce this conspiracy element that is the good part of the movie. Yeah. They just needed a different vehicle to do that that was not trying to make you sympathetic to a guy who, like, pulls a gun and straps a bomb vest on people. Yeah, you don't care about. I mean, like, even so, like, even with all the things. So, in the there's these are slight spoilers, but not much. Um, you can pretty yeah, much make it out from the fucking trailer. Yeah, most well, of shit. yeah, most of it is. But he he he'd come into some money and everything, and then you know he decided to you know make the smart decision for once in his life and invest in the stock market. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this big company that you know two weeks ago Lee Gates had said, "Hey, man, this is this is my pick. This is double down, motherfuckers. This is where to go. This is where everything is going on the." up up and up and all of a sudden this thing you know 
tanks like yep. you know fucking ridiculous. They lose like, eight hundred million dollars in a in a glitch. Yeah. Right? Is what, is what and say. I now this is the bit that I like. Mm-hmm. And is is the whole glitchness thing because yep. what what politicians and news people all fucking talk about all the time are bullshit glitches, which is just really a, a nonsensical way to just kind of throw off any responsibility that anyone would have for anything. Yeah, they don't know. It's they, fucking it's, it's horseshit. Whenever they don't understand what in the fuck happened, or they don't want you to know. Well, yes, in in the case of of the higher ups here, right. But, yeah. but beyond Dominic West's character and certain other people at that company that lost all that money, um, I mean, the news media, everybody else is just taking it as a as a given that there was some fucking glitch. Yeah. Right? You hear, I mean, you hear the word glitch, 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 and it is, it is, it's just, it's very, it's very damning but, to me because there are so many, so many places out there in news that will do that and report on it. And this is the first fucking time I've seen any news people just go, hey, maybe we should question the word glitch and maybe realize that maybe it's not fucking bullshit that you're just, you know, just using as a glossary term to throw over there because it's just like, I got nothing else to say and I'm not going to say it and I'm not going to own up to anything. Uh, It was a glitch that happened. Fuck you, glitch. Right. I just yeah. that shit irks me to all hell because it's 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 well, people throwing answers that don't make any sense and for a Hollywood movie to to point that out and say hey why don't we question this yeah why the fuck don't we question this mm-hmm. well I, I I still think like that story could be told without Kyle even existing oh no he does not need that to is, exist in this that is story the There's- biggest problem for me is that. Uh, it tries to make this moral statement about the way that uh, the economy functions and how it treats people below a certain wage, mm-hmm. which is all fine and good. Because it's, not, that it's not that it's untrue. Exactly. No, it needs to be made, right? But um, there are two movies here that are at war with one another. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the good one is the conspiracy news reportage thing, right? This is like if this movie had removed Kyle – from the equation and brought out some other whistleblower or at least the method in which he brings this to their attention. Yeah. Like, uh, like there's some sort of like underground, like, you know, car park meeting or something like that with somebody. And then they bring them on to like, had to try to convince them to go or something. Yeah. Or any, any, any way. It could be so many different Uh, things. That isn't him like, like waving a gun at people. Um, this could have been, as good as Spotlight, and I'll say that right out the bat. Yeah. It could have been as good as that movie, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it because needed the, the writing's there, the script is mostly there, right? Uh, the the competency of the filmmaking is certainly there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jodie Foster is is a better filmmaker than uh, than Tom. Uh, what's his name that made Spotlight? Uh, McCarthy. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I like me. Tom McCarthy, but like. His style is uh, kind of just a. He, it's I mean, straightforward. He's an actor. It's a very straightforward, shoot the shit style, yeah. right? Get it on camera, edit it together so that it's playing out nicely. Yeah. And Jodie Foster adds a little bit of uh, like flourish here and there in this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, for me, that was just the the biggest flaw was that if. If he had been introduced, or this, or that conspiracy had been introduced uh, in a different way, this movie would be possibly a great movie. Yeah. What do you think the timeline is on this thing? How do, how long do you think that they were in that studio? 
What do you mean? Like well, during mean, from, the day? Yeah, from the time from the time that he pops out with the gun to the time that a few hours roll credits. A few hours, maybe. Maybe, but it's pretty it's pretty awful daylight when they get out of there. What time is his fucking show on? Now, granted, I'll yeah, give. But I mean, all that shit comes on like before lunch, right? Because maybe, because they want but, people to be able to fucking trade stuff. Or or it comes on right after, where it's like after four o'clock when when the market closes, and then they can comment on the day's action. I don't know. I don't watch any of these things because yeah, I don't but, make enough but, money to do anything like that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Kramer's show does not come on late, right? And okay. so if that's the model they're going off of, uh, then it's going to be earlier in the day. Fair enough. Right? Um, and, and people are clearly, uh, like at coffee shops doing work and getting their hair cut and whatever the fuck else uh, it's in called the middle of the day, your hair right? Dude. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, like a couple hours okay. in the, like maybe early afternoon. Yeah, fair enough. This is happening. I will say this. Um, this is the most accurate say say for julia roberts because julia roberts is gorgeous and i'm not i'm not gonna say that the other people that i'm gonna talk about are not you know gorgeous in their own way uh Mm -hmm. but julia roberts is very very attractive Um, but outside of her character there was so much accuracy with how everybody looked Mm -hmm. these are like these are again uh, having having worked there these are people that work in these stations like that camera guy i've seen that fucking camera guy i've seen that floor director these people very accurate as to like what these people look like who's behind the scenes and stuff and how things uh roll together i was i was very impressed by it to me that was the biggest that was the biggest get for the whole movie is just like this is a pretty accurate representation uh you know outside of like you know him going mobile at the end there and everything you see that in the trailer but him going out and just the camera kind of going but i will say this uh-huh. Very accurate as to what a photographer would do. A photographer would go out and he would be, he would constant, he would not leave. He would follow that story and shoot that story for the entire thing. I know tons mm-hmm. of them. Every single one of them would have done the exact same thing. So I very much yeah. applaud them for that because that shit is, that's, that shit's real. Well, I know you, I know that you've seen the floor manager before mm-hmm. as, as somebody who's doing that same fucking job in other movies. Is that right? Yeah. That's, uh, so that's Joe. Hold on. He's on the fucking credits. He's uh, Shannon Elizabeth's ex-husband. That dude. Why did you let go of that guy? Um, because because you yeah, he, don't he's look like played a- like a like a camera operator, producer, and like several other things. Okay. Um, in gamer, he's the board op. Okay. <laughs> now <laughs> right? I forget. So, like, he, to- I don't know. He's got a lock on like I'm a production crew member roles. Because <laughs> he looks like a dude who's a production. Crew. I forget who the <laughs> producer of the show was. Was it the guy that was having the sex? Was he the producer? Yes. Okay, producer would have been in the booth the whole time. So well, that's I do well, have, I do have had, problems with that. He had gone to like try out that boner cream. He did try out some boner cream, uh, but at the same time, it was just like he would have. They would have. He did. They just searched high and low for his ass before that shit started. There'd been no way that would have happened. That producer just being gone that long, and he was just like, I don't know, didn't seem to quite. Well, fill I think the role he was a, like a segment producer is the vibe that I got right because Maybe. he was because he was ser- searching out leads like lead-in segments is what he was doing, which is where that boner cream came in because that pub that company was going public or whatever the fuck that pharmaceutical company, right? And uh, then later, like he's that's a the plot that went they, nowhere. But he's the producer they send out on the street, right? Which would be a segment producer. He's not going to be like the main guy in the booth necessarily. 
Right, but we didn't see that person unless it was that gray-haired old cat. But I don't. But he seemed like more the the uh, the technical director. Uh, that's just, yeah, I guess that's just me being like real picky on news shit because I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, unless Patty's like doubling down in there, which is always possible too. Mm, just fair, just in charge of the fair. fucking control room production. Now I theory. could see now she could TD and direct. That's perfectly fine. I've seen that happen many a time. But TD and produce not gonna happen. Too much work. Way too much work. Well, yeah, but. I don't know. You're lying to me, that, movies. You're lying. I know that Darth Vader the, is real. That's kind of the vibe I got, though, <laughs> was, that, was that he was a producer, a producer on the show, because they said he's he's yeah. a producer. Well, I could, I, okay, I'll, I'll accept that. And so so the other producer may very well have been in there, or not. Who, who fucking knows? Yeah, didn't do, did, I don't know. That, that, just little things. But overall, look, it's not a terrible movie, but it's not really a great movie either. No, it was engaging while I was watching it. Uh, I, I say, like, if you uh, want something solid enough to go and check out in, in this, like, lull period, uh, this might do the thing. Uh, it's good enough. I think that most people would not be disappointed in going to a matinee to see it, yeah. uh, especially as kind of a date movie, but also just... Like wait for video or something. Yeah, this this is this is Netflix on a on a rainy Sunday morning or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't no ransom. No, it's it ain't ransom, and it ain't. Uh, it, it, it's it, look if you're gonna go see one about the about uh, Wall Street and stuff, see the Big Short. Yes, I mean that's a way better movie. It's more engaging. It's more fun, and you learn more. So, mm-hmm. so I mean that's that's what, I, that's what I say to watch. Uh, so Film found. <laughs> that's our new. What do you think? We found the one for you to watch as opposed to watching this one. Don't watch this one. Watch this one. You've been listed to the film found. I done found just. Uh, this is this show's already over. Uh, oh, my God. So next week. This is like the shortest goddamn show in the world. It is, but, you know, I mean, sometimes. That's okay. We'll probably fucking blather along next week. Because I think, I think we got, I think we're going to have a, we got a shit ton to watch next week. So next week we got uh, Neighbors 2 Sorority Rising, which I'm huh? fairly certain we did a review of the original Neighbors on this podcast we way did. back when. It was, it was right before we started doing the show. On the Super Reg. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but we did talk about it. And so we both uh, liked it. Yeah, we enjoyed that. And, and then, uh, then I talked about it actually uh, a, a little while back on one of the What You've Been Watching segments because I watched it again and it fucking holds up. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. Maybe and honestly, I wouldn't good. mind watching it again myself. I may do that before the time happens. It's fun still. Uh, uh, and of yeah, course, so we got that shit. New movie from Shane Black, The Nice uh, Guys. So uh, you know, I that you know. one is like my big summer movie. Who don't like as, some? As I saw that R band, R rated uh, red band trailer. I was yeah. like, holy shit, this movie's gonna be fucking. It do good. look good. It do look good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and the Angry Birds movie, which you know, I don't probably know. suck. It'll probably suck. I like Angry Birds. It's addictive as shit to play. That I new don't... Angry Birds two ain't bad, son. I like yeah. it. Uh yeah. And also, there uh, like Rebecca Miller's new film is coming out, but I don't know if it's coming out here. So we'll see about that. It's Maggie's plan. All right. I like Rebecca Miller. I don't fucking care. It's got Ethan Hawke and Julianne Moore and Greta Gerwig. Oh wait a minute! I think I've seen the trailer for that. And Rebecca Miller uh, married to none other than Daniel Day Lewis. She never knows who's coming to bed. <laughs> it's it's usually Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Even before the movie, it was even before the movie, back in nineteen eighty-seven, still Lincoln coming to bed. It was Abraham Lincoln. Well, I think we need to free people. I don't know whose voice this is. That's not Lincoln. You're high. You got to go higher. Uh, free people. 
I can't even do what he does. Mickey now. Mouse doing the apparently accurate. <laughs> I think we need some free food. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm to understand is he had he did have more of a higher register. Very high than, voice, yeah. Uh, and and none that, of this fucking Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure shit. Be awesome to yourselves, motherfuckers. I don't think that was the exact. <laughs> I don't line. know that he said motherfuckers in there. <laughs> I don't think that's the exact line, but I'd like to paraphrase. <laughs> It's paraphrasing little, of Abe Lincoln. Little, you know, in <laughs> Bill and Ted's excellent. You know, it's how it works. All right, that is it, everybody. We will be talking about those things next week and more. That's it. I'm Adam Portress. That there's Matt Smith. And uh, what? I said yo. <laughs> we'll see you next That's all week. I fucking said. Goodbye, everybody. For shambles. That just went fucking weird. All right, all. Ooh, little stinger. Oh, all right. Well, now they go fast. Mosh, mosh time. This is not what I thought. This I, I thought I was clicking on the the Money to Monster song in this album, but apparently this is just playing the whole fucking album. So I guess or whatever. Anyways. Yeah, fuck it. At least it's not Bruce Springsteen. I mean, I love the Boss, but that song, no thank you. Yeah, no, no thank you. But um, I don't know, man. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting time here. Going up to the old New York City. New York City! Um, yeah. yeah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to doing the podcast. Yeah, uh, so we're going to be doing... I think we're going to... Uh, oh, I should... <laughs> this should not be an on-air conversation, but whatever. Who cares? No, nah, fuck it. We can have little, it after this. What little, do you want to talk about little, now, ball sacks? Little insight for you, kids. No, it's not. <laughs> talk, talk about... Uh, you said kids' ball sacks? Kids' ball sacks. <laughs> Jesus, man. This is a family show. I'll have you fucking know. They're, they're tiny. How is <laughs> how is Marty ever going to have his child listen to the show if you keep talking about fucking kids' ball sacks on here? I bet she listens. Not to fucking one. kids' ball sacks. That's way too. All old. right, now now who's crossed the line? <laughs> now who's crossed the line? You sick fuck! I gotta say, uh, during the trailers, I was eating these uh, dill sea salt uh, sea salt and olive oil triscuits with the mic down, okay. and uh, they were tasty. Not, not bad. I will. Uh, I, I I fucking like. I mean, the flavors I like. Uh, but like now, I really want to put like some uh, like some sour cream, 
maybe some uh, some locks on there. Yo, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Cool. That shit would be good, man. Yeah, we'll smoke gonna... salmon. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna be seeing. Uh, I'm gonna go see Time Chasers tonight. That's the they're doing the uh, the secondary uh, the what's it called encore show for the yeah. uh, Rift Tracks. Sounds fun. Time Chasers. Uh, so it was an MST3K episode. So I'm I'm interested to see how they kind of. Uh, they're just gonna use all the same jokes. No, they they use all different ones for sure. Um, no, they're gonna use all the same ones. I got a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your time traveling get it yeah hmm? we're just gonna use yep. the same ones we used 20 years ago on that fucking show look at yep. us being geniuses uh but that should be good and uh you know i'll, I'll have more to talk about and you know when, oh, i'll talk about when i got mugged i'm sure that'll happen <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> I'm a, no, people don't tend to fuck with me i'm a big dude so people think like oh he's just you know who knows and i look unhinged most of the time because i'm angry so <laughs> that doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't help uh, bolster people's uh, you know will just to uh, to fuck with me, but uh, bring it on world. <laughs> That's not true. Don't bring it on. Please don't bring it on. Be be super nice to me, world. Uh, super show short sheep. Huh? Hmm? Super yeah, short sheep. Sheep choke. 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 Sheep